Hey everybody, welcome to the $5 Bin Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff, and with me this week is Eric. Hey, how you doing? And Amber. Hello. And this week we are doing our Halloween Spectacular. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. It's in a couple days. So, we kind of made the pledge when we started this thing that we were not really going to do horror movies because I don't like horror movies and... None of my two co-hosts also enjoy horror movies. Hashtag nope. We actually found a movie. I think that we've talked about it in previous episodes, but we found this great movie, a 1989 comedy horror mystery (laughs) called (laughs) The Burbs. The Burbs. I love The Burbs. Yeah, this is a family favorite. I've watched this one a lot. Really? Yes, a lot. Uh, Let's get on the background of this film uh, the Burbs is a 1989 comedy horror mystery starring Tom Hanks, Bruce Dern, and Carrie Fisher. An overstressed suburbanite and his paramilitaric neighbor. <laughs> that took me a long time to get sound was, out. <laughs> uh, struggle to prove their paranoid theory that the new family in town is a front for a cannibalistic cult. Directed by Joe Dante, also of Gremlins and Gremlins 2 <laughs> fame. Uh, written by Dana Olson, n- known for such great hits as George of the Jungle and Inspector Gadget. Nice. Uh, currently, this film holds a 46% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. So, Eric, what is your background with this film? I only know it by title and name. I am not kidding you. I've never seen it. I've I've had it referenced to me, but uh, this is my first time seeing it, so I really enjoyed it. Amber, how about you? Same. I've really, I, I, yeah, I'd heard. Is there burbs virgins? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. I like Eric had heard of it. I vaguely remember maybe seeing something about it here or there, but that's about it. Yeah, this is like a, I know we've talked about this a little bit before, but like the WGN Saturday afternoon. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah this, this is on like, there a lot. We now return to The Burbs. The Burbs. Starring already in progress. Uh, <laughs> or when the Cubs go on to a rain yeah. delay. <laughs> Not happening in October. So, uh, nope, nope. <laughs> um, Never happened on our end. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out what, the first time I saw this movie was because I think I was introduced to it by my dad. Because my dad's into like the Money Pit and that I love the Money kind of great. I love movies. the Money Pit. Um, so he got me into that, and it kind of came up like, "Hey, how about you watch The Burbs?" So I've watched it, and it's like a family favorite. Again, none of but nobody in my family does horror movies. Thrill. Well, we do some thrillers, but not like gruesome Friday the 13th Halloween Mm -hmm. Um, so this is like right up our alley because it's got a little comedy got a little horror a little intrigue in it so it works all right uh, let's talk about the cast Uh, we'll focus on a couple people there's a lot lot going on here big ensemble cast let's start with uh, Tom Hanks who who's that Tom Hanks you may have heard of him oh okay what Uh, what else has he been in (laughs) A little movie called Big. (laughs) Oh, you're so punny. I know. You're so punny. Uh, How did Tom do? 
Um, Tom did great. Tom, this this was a. I think I was I was talking a little bit before we started. This was a kind of a period where I felt like Tom did a string of he was he was a comedy actor. Yes, in like the late eighties. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think people people know him for his acting chops as a serious actor, as as a director, as a mm-hmm. producer. I mean, now I mean, but in the eighties, I feel like it was just. Comedy, comedy, comedy. I mean, he was whipping yeah. them out like every two weeks. You know, like, ah, oh, it's another Tom Hanks comedy movie. Big, Dragnet, Money Pit. I mean, this, and, then, the and, then there's, and then there's even like, there's even ones like, I didn't even know or heard of that. You know, there's like Joe versus the Volcano. Yes. Oh, you, had, you hadn't heard of that one? No, no, no. I love that movie. And there's like Guy with the Red Shoes or something. I mean, there's like literally like, uh, what's, what's the movie with the mermaid? Splash? Splash, Splash. yeah. Love you know? that movie. I mean, I mean, there's so, she did so many movies like within like almost like a, like a five to six year period, and they're all comedies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you say Turner and Hooch? No, I didn't. But that that's, that's you know too. One. And then it's funny because now, I mean, take out Toy Story, just remove that from the equation. Mm-hmm. What do we know him as now? Castaway, Road of Perdition, Road of Perdition. Uh, what was the one that uh, the Atlas? Saving Private Ryan, um, uh, Da Vinci Code, Da Vinci Code, uh, Atlas Shrugged. Atlas, no, no, not Atlas Shrugged. Um, uh, Cloud Atlas, Cloud Atlas. <laughs> That was the weird one. <laughs> they both came out like at the same time. These different movies, I don't know. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Forest Philadelphia. Go. Green Forest Mile. Green Mile. I mean, like, hard, great stuff. Dramas. Right. But dramas or war period, something. So, I mean, if you talk yeah. to somebody, like, like probably like 10 years, 10 years younger than us, they'd be like, oh, Tom Hanks, he's a serious actor. And then be like, oh, he did, like, he did boatloads so of comedies. Yeah. That's the same guy? He's like, yeah. He's a great actor, though. Yeah, very, yes. very diverse. And this, I think, I think right now we're so entrenched in him being the Saving Private Ryan, the dramatic actor. Other, again, other than Woody from Toy Story, which he makes buku bucks doing, I'm sure. But we see him as a dramatic actor, not necessarily a comedic actor like he is in this film. Mm-hmm. So, I, I enjoy seeing him like this. I think he's he's very funny. He works well and off of he's a straight man in the comedy routine so he is yeah, works think, off yeah. of everybody else and what they're doing yeah i think he does i think in most of these comedies that you see him in he's he's kind of the the like you said the straight man put into an odd situation and that's just what he did in this i i don't know i've always loved tom hanks uh, next up, Bruce Dern, Lieutenant Mark Rumsfield. Are you guys familiar with Bruce Dern at all? I'm not actually, but now that I'm looking at like his some of the films he's been in, I mean, I was like, oh yeah, I've seen a, I've seen a <laughs> lot of these films. He's definitely been that secondary character for me. Yes, for sure. Um, he's got a very recognizable voice, mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Um, I've actually only remember seeing him from this um like i said my my family got me into this movie very early so i always thought of him as playing like these kinds of movies like okay he's a comedy actor but he is not at all (laughs) sorry getting over cold still um but yeah he is hilarious in this movie i think he's great he's ridiculous (laughs) Um, have you guys seen him in a movie called Silent Running? No. 
It's a submarine movie, right? No, it is a space movie. Okay, then no, I haven't seen it. It is. It, for you uh, MST3K people out there, uh, the thought of Joel or um, Mike in space and with the robots is actually an homage to the film Silent Running starring Bruce Dern. So a little, the more you know. Do, 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 do. A little something for everybody out there. Um, yeah, so Bruce Dern, he's normally a serious actor, but in this he's very funny. Um, Carrie Fisher, Carol Peterson. She was so naggy. She was such a naggy wife. Yeah, she was. <laughs> it was driving me crazy, but I, I, you know. I wonder why they picked Carrie Fisher. I, I mean, it just, it seemed, yeah. it seemed like, I, I gotta be honest with this, this role seemed so kind of like, uh Right. I mean, it could have literally been played by anyone. I could yeah. have walked in and played Tom Hanks' wife. I mean, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I just watched. You wouldn't have even had to shave or put mm. put on a wig. Yeah, exactly. But I'm. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying, exactly. But what I'm saying is, is like, it's like, oh hey, I mean, everybody knows Carrie Fisher from Star Wars. So this is '89. So it's four years after Return of yep. the Jedi. So there may be some ling. I mean, she's still a name. Absolutely, she's still a name. I mean, it's right. hey, you know, Carrie Fisher, great. Let's put her in. But like I said, it could have been anyone. Yeah. The I, role was so bleh. And she's third build on this. I know. So you I know mean, they paid her a lot of money, I'm sure. Right. So like you said, they could have had anybody because it was really a throwaway role. I mean, she had some good interaction. But like you said, it's nothing she, that somebody else could have done. She didn't drive the plot. No. She wasn't one of the. She wasn't the Tom Hanks or the Bruce Stern or the other Art, whatever his name was. You know, she wasn't one of those. No. Uh, next up, Rick Ducommon as Art Weingartner. <laughs> what else has this guy been in? I don't. I again, his voice sounds so familiar to me. Yeah. But I looked through his list of credits, and I'm like, I just... He, I kept watching him, and again, like I see him in this film, and I can't see him anything else. But he was like... He's in Groundhog Day. He's a poor man's blank, and I couldn't fill in the blank. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we wanted to get John Candy for this role. You know, like put it, fill in the blank there. Eh. But we <laughs> wanted to go cheaper. <laughs> Spend yeah. all our money on Carrie Fisher. Yeah. So yeah, I mean he was very funny in that ridiculous kind of way. Yeah, like, which this movie is, but the movie's so over the top, right? But so I think it, he he did a good. Did a you good, okay there? Yeah, I just smacked my face into the microphone. <laughs> so that's, that's what that was. That's amazing. <laughs> Don't edit that out. No, <laughs> that's staying in. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank oh, you. I'll do it for you too. You know, that oh, way. Oh, it me. That way we'll know the in and out on that one. So. I didn't even know what I was talking about. I just got smacked in the face of the microphone. I'm getting so excited! Oh! <laughs> Microphones really come out and bite you. I mean, they tend to. Yeah. Uh yeah. So I, I mean, he was fine. I but like I said, I think he, they were trying to get somebody else and they couldn't. Eh, he'll do. He'll do. <laughs> he'll do. We need an overweight funny guy. Hey. Who Let's needs, go cheap. Who and I, needs a t-shirt? Who and, needs a man's t-shirt? You know, like, suck those man boobs in. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But it was that was one of the first things that I, I was like, oh, man boobs. <laughs> so, 
There oh, we go. Now you're making me self-conscious now. I'm going <laughs> to suck mine in. Present company not included. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm sorry, but it was his It was his uh, weird polo shirts that were very it's shiny. It was very like late 80s, oh, early absolutely. 90s. High socks. With, mm-hmm. uh, this is a period piece for sure. Khaki, khaki <laughs> shorts. Period and- piece when it was set. <laughs> yeah. It's now a period piece. <laughs> then it was just a movie. It's yep. like, hey, what do we call Mexican food in Mexico? Food, food, <laughs> exactly. It's period. It's, it's a, yeah, I'm sorry, it's I didn't a, mean. I didn't mean to tear well, that argument it's not down. Like period. Well, you know what I'm saying. Not, like it's definitely stuck in time. That, like that. That is. That is a better right description. It is it's just, not. Like, it's not like a Agatha Christie novel. Where like, <laughs> this is a period piece. I'm sorry. I did so not 1989. I did not mean to tear no, down no, your no. argument there. <laughs> it's very stuck in that time, though. Thank you. Yes. Uh, loafers with no socks. Oh yeah, you know, still like, wear loafers with no socks. All the, the yeah, the boat shoes with no uh, socks have come back. Bruce so. Dern's wife, whatever she was what wearing. What was time. she doing? Oh man. Oh uh, yeah. well, she played her bimbo part well. Yes, she did. Um, and hitting on the bimbo and making his second appearance here on the five dollar bin podcast. Corey Feldman. Whoa. <laughs> what? No. Since, since we did uh, Ninja Turtles recently, I'm like, yep, that's pretty much done as hell. <laughs> yep. Well, the pizza dude's coming. <laughs> yep, that is pretty much a line that- from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, uh, Corey, how'd, how'd Corey do? Classic 90s teenager. I, I hate to say it, but that's what, if you look at, you know, if you watch a string of these movies... You know, the dopey teenage kid who's waiting for the pizza dude, you know, Mr. Peterson. He put in a a pool house on those kinds of roles like that. Oh, yeah. Yep. He did well for himself. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, this is he was definitely at the high height. I'm wondering if they paid him a ton of money for this. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't even on the, the cover, but I'm sure they paid him a pretty penny. I mean, with with him, Tom Hanks, Carrie Fisher. I mean, you're sure that that the like four of them alone, you know, build how much money? I mean, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, he was doing like before this, he was doing the Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. did Stand by Me. I mean, so he's in some of his bigger, at least what he's known for now, some of his bigger roles. Right. He did the License to Drive with uh, mm-hmm. the other Corey, the Corey to Corey connection there. Corey to Corey. You know, I mean, and then it just kind of tinkered off in the nothingness yeah mm-hmm. um all right last but not least and i put him down here because he plays the creepy guy so well henry gibson as dr klopek oh yeah he oh he just has that blank look absolutely terrifying and it's just like you are the creepiest dude i've ever seen in my life yep he plays like that children of the corn kind of oh. face yeah nope <clears throat> Freaks me out every time I see him. What kind of doctor do you think he was? Uh, what do they say? Pathology. A pathologist. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so he's a death doctor. Pretty much. Cool. Pretty much. The death. Doctor. They death. call me Doctor Death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't handle you right now. Go away. <laughs> Eric and I will do the show. <laughs> Please, by all means. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Or Jeff, go. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Should we keep going? Going yep. in the pisser. That's where he's going. All right. Let's get into the 
plot of the Burbs. Um, we start off by zooming in on Earth while using the Universal logo. Very clever. Very clever. Mm-hmm. Been done a couple times, but I was trying to think specifically which one. I remember Men in Black, I think, did that. It was done a couple times, but you know, 1989, they probably spent their whole graphics budget on that one. Pretty much. <laughs> So we open on Tom Hanks uh, walking outside because his neighbors are making a ton of noise. I gotta, I gotta ask this yep. though. As we were zooming in, were you like me, like where are they going? Yeah, they yeah going, like, where does this take it's place? It's Des Moines. <laughs> yes. All right. I was hoping they were going to land in Chicago. I was like, that's my neighborhood. That's oh, my backyard. <laughs> uh, so his neighbors are making a ton of noise. He steps on their very dead lawn, and the the kind of. Not stereotypical, but this is a very yeah. kind of over-the-top movie. So he steps on their lawn, the wind starts coming, lightning and thunder, and then he steps off the lawn and everything's fine. And there was such a juxtaposition between his yard and their yard. Oh, yeah. Like, like as soon as that, that line of that fence, that fence line, it was like dead, death, dark, nothing growing. And then, oh, it's a nice suburban Oh, lawn. everything was very, like, chem-lawned. This was perfect grass and then dirt. Right. Total, I just thought it was funny. Total difference. Uh, the next morning, uh, we kind of go into typical suburbia. Uh, Rumsfield, a former lieutenant, <laughs> steps in dog shit, kind of sets up a running gag. Uh, there's a lot of sliding around in the, the dog poop. It's kind of funny. Uh, in here is a line, one of my favorites, if that dog shits on my lawn one more time, I'm going to staple his ass shut. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something my dad would have said. I'm not going to lie. Definitely something my dad said numerous times. <laughs> was it about your own dogs, though? No, it was <laughs> about the neighbor's dogs. And he would quote this movie constantly. So there's a lot of great... Like, like oh, did my dad say that or the movie says <laughs> Yeah, that was clearly my dad quoting this movie. Um, so we found out that Tom Hanks is on vacation and kind of having trouble filling the void. You know, he's he probably... I don't did we find out what he does for no. a living? No, he no. just he just works a lot and he's on vacation. So, but he's trying to kind of fill it with something. So Art, his next door neighbor, who's a resident conspiracy theorist, uh, comes over. Um, I guess the neighbors have been there a month, and they are grave diggers or digging basically holes in the backyard. I guess at one point. Um, so while Art and Ray are talking outside, they see one of the neighbors come out of the house. So Art and Ray head over to the house. Uh, the neighborhood is watching. There's a lot of really weird close-ups at this point, where it's kind of like the old West, yeah. kind of that everybody mm-hmm. closes up, and then they close up on all the different neighbors, and then they close up on the dog, which I thought was really funny. The dog trembling. Uh, it was funny. All right, so Art puts uh, a hole in the porch. Here's another running gag where they all, at one time or another, put their foot there. Right. <laughs> Um, they use the knocker on the door and the six, six, nine of the house, it, the one, nine turns into a six, six. So yep. it turns <laughs> six, six, mm-hmm. six. Uh, and then they're attacked by bees. <laughs> so I mean, there's a lot going on They're They're trying to set up the fact. I mean, this is, it, it's a comedy, but yet it's a little scary. It's a little scary at times. Um, suspenseful. It is. Yeah. It's a I would say suspenseful, suspenseful not really scary. Yeah. Aside from Mr. Gibson, mm-hmm. who's terrifying. Oh, my gosh. The, he the, he could probably just make a living doing that, just scaring the crap out of people. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's true. 
Um, so the whole neighborhood kind of gets uh, worked up. They talked about this story about this guy named Skip who kills his family with an ice pick. <laughs> but isn't it, isn't it funny, though? Okay, so, all right, you guys grew up in neighborhoods, right? Yes. Or, I mean, you know, there's... Uh, most people do. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, but I mean, like, as opposed to, like, an apartment or something oh, like yeah. that, you know. But there's always that one house on there. Mm-hmm. And you never see the neighbors, and you're mm-hmm. always like, you know, especially if you live in a suburban area, you're like, go mow your bleeping lawn or, you know, and all, all the, yeah, exactly. I bleep myself up, but you know what I mean? You know, there's always like, I was like, and, and then it, but I think it's funny though, how this movie builds into that, like, like, you know, maybe there's nothing wrong with them and they're mm-hmm. just weird. <laughs> you know, yeah. They just don't mow their lawn. And like, right. that's kind of the whole running gag and, you know, and we'll get into actually what happens, but I think it's just kind of one of those things like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been like, <laughs> you know, and like oh, the whole neighborhood, like. There's a core group within the neighborhood, and they're like, you know, those guys are a little different. They don't mow right. their lawn. None <laughs> of these people work. Right. <laughs> this yeah, is like during that. the week. They were all on vacation. Yeah. at the, Just happened to all be on vacation at the same time, which is kind of funny. Um, Ricky, the guy, uh, Corey Feldman, he has a date at his house just to watch his neighbors. This is oh. like the best show ever. It's way better than television. <laughs> I love my neighborhood <laughs> or my street or whatever he said. Uh, That's funny. So Ricky's ter- Ricky is our narrator essentially, and we see mm-hmm. that a couple times. So he actually at this point is kind of narrating the whole thing for us. He introduces us to Art and Ray, and it's actually kind of an interesting way to kind of tell us about the characters because mm-hmm. we're in on his little date there. So Art and Ray are heading over to the uh, Rumsfield with an infrared scope. I know, right? <laughs> uh, so there's, there's a noise across the street. It gets louder. It lights up the neighborhood of the basement. Uh, one of the neighbors then drives a car from the garage, dumps a bag of garbage in a can, and beats beats it in the garbage can and then reverses the car back into the garage. And then uh, here comes uh, one of my favorite lines. I've never seen anyone drive their garbage out to the lawn and beat the hell out of it with a stick. <laughs> Good one. So, um, so Ray's watching the neighbors dig holes. They're really kind of creepy. I mean, they uh, like Eric was saying. There's there's different times that you can like. Oh, they're just doing nothing, but they do weird stuff. Like they're out in black robes digging holes in their backyard. In the middle of a rainstorm. In the middle of a rainstorm. Did anyone feel like like Hans Klopek, the red-headed guy, kind of reminded you of um, Dwight's brother from oh, The totally. Office? Oh, totally. Oh, what's his name? That's, um, I kept picking that up, too. Um, oh, God. What is his name? Lars. No. No. It's, uh, oh. Someone. Eric, quick. I'm doing it. <laughs> um. Hans, it's uh, it's something like that though. It's it gonna is. bother me. We'll get to it. Eventually. We'll find it. We'll find oh, it. it. But it's yeah. gonna bother me. It's, but, it is like that though. But yeah, very most you know, most most. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Short for Moses. <laughs> of I love when he's running alongside the car. Coming in. That weird run he's got. Uh, so they're supposed to go through the garbage at first light because it's raining outside, but they all sleep in. I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily get that. Like, oh, be out here first light. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. It's a little plot hole. 
Um, so Rumsfeld's wife finds Walter's dog on her lawn, heads over to Walter's house and finds that he's not home. So everybody in the neighborhood suspects that the Clopex killed Walter. Um, it's at this point that Ray has a nightmare combining a lot of old horror movies. And that's when I put, this is PG. Yeah, some of that was really kind of scary. Really horrifying at that point. I mean, like 95% for- of this movie is bubblegum. But for sissies like us, yeah, that was kind of, I that was kind of, of like, pushing my limits, and I knew it was coming too. I'm like, okay, I kind of want to fast forward this because I didn't really like it. <laughs> um, Best part, I was watching this last night while it was storming. Ooh, in not a good dark, for Amber. in a dark room. Not so that was my fault, but. Wouldn't recommend that to anybody. Um, so yeah, we are ginormous sissies. If you have not figured that out yet, I'm not too big of a sissy, but I don't like The Exorcist. Why is that, Eric? I just don't like it. Okay. Um. So the next morning, Rumsfeld and Ray are like little kids asking if Ray could come out to play. I thought this was really. Funny. Oh, that was yeah, funny. that yeah. was funny. Can Ray come out to play? <laughs> Jesus, our Carrie Fisher says I'm like. He won't come out until he resembles the man that I married. <laughs> Art says, we don't have that kind of time. <laughs> and I it, thought that was funny. That was too. good. And it was just so fluid. It was a very fluid uh, delivery. Yeah, it wasn't it was too good. contrived or anything. No, it was... it was perfect. And I think the guy who plays Art mm-hmm. does a really good job with that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like I said, I have not seen him in much else. But the way that he delivered the line so quickly was very good. And this was this is one of those movies where if you missed something and you started laughing at it, you might miss the next the next little one liner that was coming. Because it does yeah. happen fast. Mm-hmm. So um so Rumsfield and Art head over to the Clopex and play uh, Ding Dong Ditch and <laughs> <laughs> like five year olds. Yeah, this this like ten minute sequence. They're like little children, and it's really kind of funny. Um, my wife is down here watching at this point. She's like, "They're like little kids." I'm like, yeah, pretty much. That's what they're going for. <laughs> um, so Ray's dog comes back with a human femur from the Clopex yard. So they start really kind of suspecting now that they're killers. So Ray and his wife and the Rumsfeld head over to the Clopex to get to know them at this point because. The women are kind of getting fed up. They don't. They think the boys are kind of getting their heads filled mm-hmm. with all this crazy stuff. So they want to kind of have. This is like I don't know, Amber. You can kind of give a woman's perspective on this because this is why you're here to give us. A, oh, the, that that's the only that's reason. The, only the woman's reason. perspective. The only reason I'm here. I would not invite myself over to somebody's house. Oh no. Okay, it's why not, not. You're asking me if. If is I that would a, do that, as, that a, a, as a chick, yeah, not in so many words, <laughs> but that sounds yeah, kind of yes. sexist. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's- no, I would never do that. <laughs> I would. I mean, I grew up in a really small town, and even even we, my mother, the welcome wagon of the little tiny town I grew up in, would not just walk over to a house unannounced ever. Yeah, that seems really weird. It was really weird that we're just going to take care of this. Especially if it's people you don't know. They've never even like walked out of the house, it seems like. It seemed like the first time that they saw anyone come out of that house was when Hans walked out. It's what it seemed like. I kind of find that hard to believe. So that's why I'm like, why are they walking over to this house? What is wrong with these people? 
Yeah, even at a month, I, I don't know. It's just you kind of look for. I mean, we we moved in our house about two years ago, and to get to know the neighbors at that point, our previous house had nobody within three miles of us, so we didn't really have neighbors. So this house, we kind of waited for people to come out, you know, and like, oh, you're mowing the lawn? I'm mowing the lawn. And we moved in like right before the first snow. So we didn't see anybody for like five months. (laughs) I just don't think it's that uncommon these days, though, for people just not to know their neighbors. Do you know what it is? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I can see that. I live in an apartment building. I have no idea the people that I essentially live with. We've said hello in the hall. But I would never just mm-hmm. walk over and be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Got some brownies. I remember I brought some brownies. They fell on the floor, but I'm handing Pulled them to you anyway. for your sweet tooth. I know, right? <laughs> what a jackass. <laughs> Such a jerk throughout this whole movie. <laughs> I love it. Um, I would never do that. So I just I think it's a different time now than it was maybe then. I, I don't know. Do you guys feel the same? I don't know. I mean, I... I don't know if it's a supposed to be like a microcosm of 1989 because at 1989 I was still kind of a kid and whatever. I think we all were. I think we most of us were. Many of our listeners may or may not have been. I don't know, but I I just don't see that happening. That's not what you would do today in 2014. Right. You just kind of invite yourself over to people you kind of like look for those opportunities mm-hmm. oh you're shoveling the driveway as am i how's it going what's life like right. what do you do for a living all right i'm going back inside because i'm freezing so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's yeah I, I it's just weird it, it kind of felt kind of out of place but it yeah. It moved the story. It did. It Which it, did. Is it got him in the house. Yes, but at the same yeah, but at the same time they all live on a cul-de-sac too. That is so true. So it's like they're all facing each other. They all see each other, oh, I mean. That's true. And they're the one they're honestly the one the Clopex are the one house that's like out of this quote-unquote inner circle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, ah, maybe we should are you crazies or not? We're going to find out. <laughs> We're just going to walk over. I th- and, and I think quite honestly it was maybe even more of like, hey, let's find out about the neighbors. It's like, all right, we're going to prove you that you guys are all idiots. They're actual normal people. Mm-hmm. Get off your. I think that was more of it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it. I don't know if it was just like. I mean, oh, I'm, and, and I think that's what they even say in the movie. They're just gonna, you know, we'll get more out of yeah five minutes just walking over there than you guys have gotten all week of snooping around. Right, right, yeah. right, right. So, I mean that. Yeah, that's the point. But I just don't ever see that happening in any so sort of real happen. life. <laughs> no. Suspend reality, guys. No, I'm just kidding. All right. This is where I found the movie completely <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. I, I this, turned uh, into Jeff for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's Stardust all over again. Um, so at this point, I wrote down a bunch of great quotes because these are some of my favorite quotes. Like, it's sad, but like in all of movies. So I say this <laughs> one a lot. There go the damn brownies. I say that one <laughs> Like every time I spill something, oh, there it goes! Like hit the damn brownies. So I say that all the time. Um, a little something for the old sweet tooth. Uh, Hans, fine Christian name. Hans Christian Anderson. Uh, so every time I hear about like Hans Christian Anderson, I'm like, oh my gosh, stupid Bruce Dern. Um. Or the 
it came with the frame picture. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just go to like Target and pick up a a, a frame and go. It came with the frame. <laughs> um, or and here's another one of my favorites. About a nine on the old tension scale, either. <laughs> That's right. Oh, he's such an ass. <laughs> Bruce Stern is such an ass in this one, but he oh, is funny. Uh, these are funny, all great though. lines. It's funny. Um. So. Uh, Ray eats a sardine. This is really kind of funny. Oh, that was like, I was choking. (laughs) Oh, I was like, oh God. And it's it's perfect because that scene, everybody's so quiet and it's just so awkward. And for some reason, I always feel awkward too during, it's so, it's long enough where it's just like, all right, it's a little too long. All right. Now you're drawing me into the awkwardness Mm -hmm. of the situation. It's really well done. Um, Three Klopaks are all creepy, and <laughs> notwithstanding, uh, Harry Gibson is by far the creepiest. Um, I don't know. I disagree. I think Hans is the creepiest. Really? Yes. Hans is so dim-witted that I don't yeah, think he's that creepy. No. I think I think the smashing the garbage to death. Oh, this that the look was on his face. terrifying. <laughs> but but aside from that, <laughs> he's so dim-witted. The poor guy. He just doesn't know. So he's scratching his beard. Um, so, uh, they, when they leave, when all the neighbors leave the house, Ray convinces his wife that he thinks the Klopaks are clean, but really he suspects them. And he reveals to Rumsfeld and Art that he's found Walter's toupee at the Klopaks house. Um, so the Klopaks end up leaving for the day because they, they've got to go get a transfer. But I think it's because, and they don't allude to this at all. I think it's because they feel like they're getting figured out. Yeah, that's what that that's what kind of made itself clear to me anyway. Yeah, it kind of felt like oh they're leaving again. I think it's cuz they feel like the neighbors are snooping around mm-hmm. a little too much. Um so Ray sends his wife and his kid out for the day. Uh Rumsfeld is in full <laughs> full army gear. <laughs> He's got a sniper complete rifle. Complete with a sniper rifle and eating animal crackers on his roof. With tea or whatever he had in his coffee, his canteen. <laughs> his little, uh, what are those, Barnaby's yeah, crackers? Like, Ringling yeah, Brothers like, crackers? Oh, man, I miss those. Those are great. Mm-hmm. My grandma used to buy those for me all the time. I used to love them. Um, Ricky invites all of his friends over <laughs> to watch the party. <laughs> uh, it's, it's better than television, man. Um, so they end up cutting the power to the Klopex house, and then they head over. Uh, Art and Ray head into the basement after finding nothing in the backyard. Um, and at this point, they find a large furnace, which, Eric, I said that this looked like a furnace you had in your former basement. Oh, it totally looked like the furnace <laughs> I had in my basement. <laughs> Complete with a broiler. Yes. So, Eric, was this your first house you moved into when first you got married? House, first house we moved into had had a furnace from... Okay, so our house was built in 1860. <laughs> our furnace was probably built in by General Custer. Ninety, <laughs> like it still had a coal chute. Like that's nice. how it, it was a big boiler. But I mean, it looked like you like know a crematory, like crematory. Yeah, yeah, you could kill body. You could stuff people in there. And, probably, yeah. Could. There might have been a body in there. I don't know. But I don't they, want to talk about that. No. I, I believe you refer to it as the octopus, right? Because that's what it looked like. Yeah, because it had the big furnace thing in the bottom and then all these tubes that look like arms coming from yep. it that went into every 
different room. It's it, terrifying. It was really creepy. When he, you first showed me that, I was like, this is the creepiest thing ever. Mm-hmm. It was super loud, too. Like, when it turned on, I mean... <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, because it wasn't like a pilot light. It was like a pilot flame. <laughs> did, did, it get to, did it get up to 5,000? Probably. <laughs> 5,000. Yes. Uh, yeah, it, this is the first thing I thought of. I'm pretty sure this is like Eric's. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so Art and Ray find some loose dirt in the basement, and they start digging. Do you think? Do you think that funeral homes use the crematory as a furnace? That's disgusting. I'm sorry. I was just thinking about that because I, I had food for thought. Food for thought. I mean, I just, I just have that, you know, this oh. giant furnace in my basement. So. It's a natural heat. Oh, oh gosh. Oh. We're done. We're done. Oh. <laughs> Nightmares. <laughs> Stop. Would you like to know how we heat? <laughs> no. <laughs> the I funeral don't. home. I don't want to know. <laughs> No, no, I don't. No, 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 no. I don't want to know. Did you see the weird like face on it? It on looked the like, a, yeah. like a demon or something. Yeah. yeah. It shot out flames at it. <laughs> uh, so Ricky's got a party going. He Don't worry. He called the pizza dude. I, I put that out there because I'm like, yeah, that's Donatello. Well, they're going to go down to Mickey D's. <laughs> Pick was- him up a quarter pounder. <laughs> <laughs> forgot like that was it was still Mickey D's back. That was like when Mickey D's they started calling it that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Klopex return and see lights in their basement, so they drive away. Um, Art and Ray then hit something, but then Walter returns home and we find out that he had a mild heart attack. So the Klopex then return with cops. So which I thought was weird because you know knowing what I know now that they actually went to the cops. And brought the cops into this whole situation. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I thought it was weird. Mm. I'd figure they want to handle it themselves. So Ray ends up hitting the gas line. The house blows up. Um, Ray emerges from the house smoking. He's uh, one of my favorite <laughs> like visual things for this movie is how he shuffles kind of down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. I paused it because I was laughing so hard at how perfect that was. <laughs> I don't funny. know. I would like to know how many takes it took him to do that. <laughs> this is perfect. How do you not bend your legs and walk down well, the stairs? Like, technically, if you've just been kind of blown up. Yeah, but... <laughs> Maybe you have no joints left. But he was not really blown up. So, I mean, like, I know. No, as far as acting is concerned, like, how do you do this? I don't know. That it was, was really awesome, good. Though. It was really great. We should try. <laughs> film video podcast look out um, so wait, Ray's wife and kid return home Ray ends up throwing a fit and puts himself into an ambulance because he wants to get taken to the hospital because he's sick mm-hmm. um, Dr. Klopak comes into the ambulance uh, Klopak then confesses, confesses to killing the old neighbors and then tries to kill Ray so they end up falling out of the back of a moving ambulance and they uh Hit the Klopex car, the trunk opens, and there's multiple skeletons in there. (gasps) Gasp. (laughs) So they did it. So they did something. A lot of people. Why were they driving around with skeletons in their car? I don't know. Well, I wonder. Well, because it was at one point, uh, what's his name is, is upstairs and looking out the window. Watching and them digging. Watching them digging. So I they went, had to have been putting something in there. Right. So either that or they were taking them out of the ground and putting them into the car. Because they were mm. going for their transfer. 
Yeah, I mean, it's I not know, really just... sure. Like, at one point, you figured the skeletons had to be in the ground, and then they took them out at some point and put them in the trunk, probably because they just knew that they were going to Because there wasn't snooping. any room in the closet. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> so punny. <laughs> Sorry. That was a, that was a good a, one. That's a, the second one from you guys tonight. <laughs> Waiting on you. Two for two. Oh. Um, See, so, yeah, I think... Like they were in the ground and they wanted to just kind of keep them close, maybe. I don't know. They mm. kind of had to figure like these guys were going to start snooping around. So that's probably why they put them in there. Otherwise, I think they were probably either in the ground or whatever. Um. So, yeah. It, uh, before we part, we have two more great Bruce Dern quotes. Uh, hey, Pinocchio, where do you think you're going? That was really funny. And then uh, I spent like two months in the bush. I'll snap your neck in a heartbeat. (laughs) (laughs) He's so like intense. Uh, So then we end with Ray and his family going uh, to the lake. And then that's it. So the the end. end. So that's kind of the burbs. It's a, you know, it's got some really funny moments to it. It's got some horror movies to horror kind of elements to it. It's got a lot going on. Again, it's it, a lot of these jokes are very quick. So if you're laughing at something or you're distracted by something else, and that's also Tom Hanks's humor too. Mm-hmm. Back in the he's, he's a very quick with what he's doing. All right, a uh, little fact: this film was shot entirely at Universal Studios California. Okay, mm-hmm. see that one. Um, do you know what the back lot? Do you know what that neighborhood's also been used for? Dragnet? Mm-mm. At one point. Gremlins? Mm-mm. No. Famous television show it's been on. Mysteria Lane? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's what I thought. That's what it is. Yeah. There you go. I mean, a lot and of houses Mayfield aren't there. It Mayfield Lane or something like yep. that for this movie. That's yep. interesting. Yeah, I miss... Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives, yeah. I miss um, at Disney World back when they had... Um, uh, they had the Golden Girls house at Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> they had, Did they, they had, really? Yeah, the yeah, back yeah. lot tour um, up until maybe seven, eight... 10 years ago, something like that, they took all that out, but it was like, boom, 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 like maybe 12 of the houses on that back lot. I used to love that. I love like looking at props and, you know, that that kind of back lot suit, Mm -hmm. behind the scenes stuff. I love looking at that stuff. And I was really upset when um, Hollywood Studios kind of took that away and I actually, not a working studios anymore. Speaking of studios, so this this is my really cool studio story. So about, Six years ago, five, six years ago, so we actually went, no, about five years ago, went out to California and went to a real, straight up real studio. Not a universal studio, but like a real studio. It's called City Center Studio. It's in LA. And uh, got to go on the set of Mad Men. <laughs> and this was in its first year. So this That's was before cool. anybody was famous and like walking around. And so like, and like, so we saw the house where they were at and then got mm-hmm. to see the offices and. That's cool. That's cool. Coolest, coolest experience. And now coming back, be like, yeah. I like to tell people, like, yeah, I've been on this set of Mad Men. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. No, you just got to And like, it. nobody, but nobody knew who it was then. But then when they're like, oh, yeah, really? I was like, yeah, yeah. Just got to play it really cool. Oh, yeah, I've been on that set before. Yeah, yeah you know, I saw John Hamm eating lunch. He was having a ham sandwich. Go cards. Anyway. All right. Uh, time for our budget box office game. Mm. The budget for this film, which I I thought, considering the cast, I thought they would have commanded more. But the budget for this film was $18 million. 
Oh. It was that zooming in. Yeah, the zooming yeah, in and out. Was, that's I where think. all the that house. There was a house to blow up. Anytime you blow yeah, something up. Yeah, but it was up. all filmed at one in one location. I I was reading how they were talking about, oh, we want to take it out of the cul-de-sac and do something else. But they were like, well, that kind of kills the spirit of the film. It's all, this, this whole film is filmed in this cul-de-sac, essentially. Right. And it always takes place there. They don't leave the cul-de-sac ever. Um, so, yeah, it's all done there and on their property. So, $18 million, you're pretty much paying for craft services and some, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Contracts. There's some big names. So, all right. How much did this film make, Eric? When did it come out? I was 1989. Shut up. What month did it come out? February. February. Oh, February. 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 I have to say it like that to spell it. We scheduled it in February. (laughs) I don't know. Schedule. Um, that was stupid. (laughs) I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, it made. Mm, I'm going to say it made 25 million. Okay. Hmm. Amber. I'm trying to think. So what else came out at the same time on that weekend? Um, I'd like to know. The top three, it was in the top three for its opening weekend. Rain Man was second, but it was two months old. Hmm. And also Bill and Ted, oh Excellent Adventure, came out that weekend as well oh, to start it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Bill and Ted. I love Bill and Ted. <laughs> so great. So let's see. Noah's wife? <laughs> it's the only movie of its kind, really. Yeah. I mean, Bill and Ted's, but not when the it same. came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 30. I'm going to think it did. I think it did pretty well. So, Eric, you said what, 25? 25. Winner this week Amber. Oh. $49.1 million it made. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Huh. Did, I mean, it did okay. It made more than double its well, money it made, back. Yeah, I was going to say it made it more than... So... So, that's good. It, it, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I think it it had... Uh, had it come out maybe during October... I think it would have done a lot I would. Yeah, I agree. I think it would I was surprised better. to see that it came out in February. I was, too. I would have. I really would have thought in October. I know that they. I now they release, you know, scarier movies at around that time. I, I can't watch previews this time of year during television. Well, but they also put them out terrifying in February because at February January because that's you know um, Oscar season and all that. Mm-hmm. So we got the artsy stuff. So the big budget stuff is coming out, and so what do we got? I got a two million dollar budget thing that I made. Let's just throw that out there. And the the scary movies cost nothing to make. Yeah, they really do. No, it's all profit. It's crazy how much money those things. Well, they're not making any money off of us. No, 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 <laughs> not at all. But the kids love that stuff and they oh. eat it alive. Not to sound terrifying. No, but they have <laughs> disposable income, and they yeah. go out, and they, you know, as we're, us, we're a little bit older, so we kind of pick and choose what we want to see. Right. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh well, I'm only getting out once this month, so 
What am I going to see? I'm only getting out once this week. <laughs> I can only afford to go to the movie one once. time. That's it, yeah. Mm, that's so, really what it's about. Yeah, it's like, uh, do I pay my mortgage or go see When in Rome? Uh, <laughs> I think paying my mortgage. Oh, so. so either you have a very inexpensive mortgage <laughs> or you're going to the most expensive elaborate movie theater where actually they have Josh Duhamel coming down. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to sit by you and oh, no. give you play-by-play of this film. Uh, Josh Duhamel again. Uh, <laughs> Safe wow. haven. No. No. Um, all right. Well, that. Uh, all right. Well, we got to rate this movie. Forgot. All right. So on a scale of one to five, since this being the $5 bin, Eric, what would you give this movie? Giving it a four. Strong four. That's Strong, good. Strong, solid four. Great yeah. movie. Tom Hanks at the prime of his comedy <laughs> bit season. His comedies, you know, he's gotten serious, he's aged, you know. But um, yes, good movie. Carrie Fisher, take her or leave her. She didn't do anything into it for yeah. the movie, as yeah. I said. But four. Amber? Same, four. Wow. I really liked it. I mean, I i don't know. I was really surprised at how much I liked it. I Well, I love Tom Hanks, so there's that. But... And he's just really funny and adorable in this, and it's also a little scary, which was good. It, I mean, yeah, not where you're gonna not terrifying. Have, no, gonna have complete nightmares. But it's I wouldn't watch it with a five year old. A little creepy. No, no, no. <laughs> Especially that one that nightmare scene <laughs> that the five minutes is really creepy. Um, compared to the as in compared to the rest of it, because it's right. very like campy, scary kind of mm-hmm, a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, where that. Or implied, Five. implied yeah. scary. Oh, the ha ha ha! The nine turned into a six, so now the right. house is six, six, right. six. Very, yeah. Ha ha ha! Very funny. Um, but yeah, that that five minutes is it. Kind of it doesn't belong in the movie. Almost, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's completely out of place. Um, I would give this a. Four. I really oh, want to try and give surprised. it a five. I, I feel like five. A five would almost be unattainable, but if I could give it a four and a half, I would. I I love this movie. I'll give it a four and a half. All right, four and a half. You can do so. That. All right, so I, I will give this. A, we have a strong recommendation across the board from all of us uh, to watch this movie. We all kind of also had the same sense of humor, so we, <laughs> you know, we kind of like these kind of comedies. So uh, it stands the test of time too. I mean, the yeah. jokes really do hold up. And mm-hmm. boat shoes are coming back. Yeah. So. I mean, like we said, <laughs> I mistakenly called this a period piece. But it's, <laughs> it is stuck in the stuck in the 80s, but there's no, like, random references that you're lost. It, it really still holds up. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, you know, I really highly recommend Because everybody this has that neighbor, that one neighbor, say, that it's... weird neighbor or that... Doesn't show out, you know. Doesn't show up, neighbor. Everyone has that neighbor. It's yeah. this, it's a common thread that anyone can relate to. I think. Yeah, but even like the comedic things and oh, yeah. the dialogue too. It's you're not stuck in the '80s with the dialogue. We're like, wait, who's that pop culture reference that I'm not exactly. really sure of? No, none of that. It's none of that. It, it it really could. You could basically put them in clothes, essentially fit for 2014, and it it would, would work. Be great. It'd mm-hmm. be fine. It would work. So, so yeah, strong recommendations from us across the board. Uh, so go see this uh, the Halloween, Halloween yeah, night. And see go it. see it this yes, Friday. See so. it on Friday night. Um, don't forget, you can email us at $5binpodcast at gmail.com. That's $5binpodcast all spelled out. 
Uh, find us on Facebook. We're at the $5 Bin Podcast. We're the ones with the green logo. Do not be fooled by imitators. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at your host, Jeff. Anybody else have anything to promote? Uh, just my blog, theblushingbaker.wordpress.com. Yeah. Check it out. It's pretty fun. Eric, you promoting anything? Not, got, not this week. He's not got week. nothing. Got nothing. I, I'll, I'll, get nothing my, I'll get my side side project going. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is already a side I project. <laughs> so uh, I'm having a hard time like finding time to write my blog, but just visit it. It's really great. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I should start blogging. Oh, my Instagram is um, at blushing baker. So you. you can check see that out too. pictures of food, food, food porn. Makeup, you know, I just got it. I just got it. Food porn. Just. Just got an Instagram account, but I have yet to take a picture. <laughs> I have like fifty followers, but no pictures. So I don't know. I didn't know you were on there. Did I follow you? No, but you should. I should and follow me follow, for no you, pictures. If you follow the blushing baker, you can then follow. Yeah, I don't Eric know. Yeah, just normal with, with absolutely no photos in his account. It's, it's an art piece photo Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> photos of my thumb over the lens. Like, there you art! Go. The kids moved in front of the screen. I have nothing to promote. So I think I buy my jams and jellies. (laughs) (laughs) Available at Kmart or your local vendor. Your local Walgreens. Available at CVS. And other fine retailers. Um, I think we're going to keep doing this. Fine retailers. We we have gotten some pretty good feedback from uh, what I call poorly photoshopped pictures. <laughs> uh and it's been pretty funny that you know I we're, we're, I think we're going to keep doing it. So Do it. It's really hilarious. So I think we're going to keep keep it up. So uh poorly showed up poorly photoshopped uh pictures if you would like to do one of some of us feel free to do that <laughs> um otherwise I will keep doing it and they'll just be of the movie poster. Um so yeah. Uh keep Keep liking that stuff, guys. We we really do enjoy doing that stuff and and keeping in touch with you during the week. And you know, I miss you guys. It's it's like you know, I only get to see and record and have this once a week. So to be with you, what what is it like Tuesday through Sunday? We could do all that other stuff too. So follow us on Facebook, and and we'll do a lot of that stuff more on Facebook than Twitter and all that stuff. So all right, hashtag go to Facebook. Hashtag Facebook still live. <laughs> hashtag Facebook. So yeah, um, we're gonna come up pretty soon. With <laughs> Eric's give me the hashtag sign. I don't know what that hashtag is. Hashtag shut the. Yeah. Oh, oh that is the best. That is the best. Oh. Uh, okay. So, uh, the couple of announcements, real quick. Uh, we got a couple regular episodes this Thanksgiving, and then we're gonna do some Christmas episodes in December. <laughs> Yeah, what? I'm really looking Christmas for episodes. Yeah, so That's crazy. I know holiday theming here, guys. Oh my god! Well, con- considering that there's like all three major holidays occur within a three month period, and then it's nothing. Hey so let's guys, just... let's do a yeah. Let's do a snow theme. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. I don't know why I turned into a dude just then. I I don't know either, but <laughs> you did. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, yeah. Go get the burbs. It's not on Netflix. You can. Uh, I got my copy on eBay. 
Local family video. Yeah, local family. Library. <laughs> so. Oh, my library sucks. <laughs> oh, man. Or your $5 bin. Who would have thought? Your $5 bin. <laughs> Any of those ways. Not the way you are. Get your, get your hands on this whatever way you can. It's a really great movie. Good for... Uh, Good for posterity. You could pop it in. It's good for the kids. So, All right. That's going to do it for us. Uh, I'm Jeff. And then there's Eric. Bye. And Amber. Happy Halloween. See you next week. Be safe out there, everybody. Bye. Don't eat unwrapped candy. <laughs> okay. I want to totally post this picture on there. <laughs> Have you seen <laughs> That is the funniest thing I've ever I adore that. I know. I know. I kind of want to go do that somewhere. <laughs>